And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we have the crazy belief that creating success and happiness is a daily conscious effort, which is why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, and each and every Wednesday, you can tune in to hear me interview a different consciousness changemaker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself and my co-host, Dalian, giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you into positive vibrations on a regular basis. All right, all you positive heads, welcome to another episode of the Positive Head Podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, daily in the alien, sitting across from me, wearing his one-man wolfpack shirt. <laughs> and my funky... Um Funky pants. Oh, your funky pants. Your, yeah. Your, your ladies Ross <laughs> pants. That have become my festy pants. Right, yes. right, right. And uh, that's, the, that's the secret to, to good festival wear. Ladies section of Ross. There, it's out. Now everyone, every guy out there brave enough to, um, <laughs> to peruse the aisles at, at the, in the women's section at Ross. Uh, yeah, that's where you go. <laughs> Oh man! On another note, we need uh, a on-air sign that can light up when you start recording, because uh, you're you're doubling down on your decision to just you know, hit keep the me record on my toes. button. Yeah, well, yeah. you know, we got to keep it interesting around here, so you never know when I'm going to hit record, Dalian. Just start talking about something random. Yeah, yeah. I'm ready. <laughs> Bring it. Bring it. Well, positive head listeners, friends, family, soul family. Thank you for tuning in. I just wanted to start off by saying that. And uh, I love you. I love you all. And uh, you're amazing. I just wanted to start with that. Okay. So now that we've got that out of the way, let's see. <laughs> Sorry, I've had too much coffee this morning. I'm in, I'm in, a, in a little bit of a silly headspace. But it is true. I do love you guys. And I really, really support you um, You know, continuing to connect and share and help us to spread the positivity. And, you know, we just continue to get such great feedback and just it, it's such an awesome experience to sort of get to know some of you guys and, uh, you know, connect with some of you through, oh, uh, by the way, I haven't mentioned it in a while, the new Positive Head Facebook group. So if you go to uh, search uh, positive heads with an S, um, that's uh, a group that we set up uh, maybe a month ago to just bring together, you know, positive head listeners or anyone who's just wanting to be a part of uh, a cool group of, you know, truth seekers. And uh, yeah, so if you haven't joined, please find Positive Heads on Facebook and join the group and say hi. And, you know, it's groups are a little different than a regular page. I mean, of course, we have the positivehead.com facebook page that is not as interactive in the in the fact that you know you as a 
a listener, you know, you, it's not really designed for you to interact, all, everyone to interact. And, and, you know, if you post to our page, it's, it's comes in differently and, um, not everyone sees it and things like that. Whereas a group it's, it's meant to be more, um, discussion based, I suppose. So we'd love to have you join that and to chime in and, you know, tell us what you're thinking or me, you know, if you want to talk about a particular topic on a show or get to know some of the other listeners, it's just a great place to do that. So, uh, we ultimately have plans to really do some cool stuff on positivehead.com, uh, you know, off of Facebook, but it's a great, it's a great kind of start to, uh, creating a group, which is our ultimate sort of goal and aim with positivehead.com is to a whole revamp where it's very interactive and so forth. And so, yeah, keep tuned, stay tuned for that. Indeed. Exciting things ahead for us. Exciting, exciting indeed. Um, yeah, I had a, a, a friend of mine, good friend of mine, Katie, uh, who's a listener. She might be hearing this. Um, she's amazing actress. And uh, it's funny because she reached out to me the other day, like, hey, I really want to talk to you about, you know, doing some uh, production based things with positive head. And she just had these great ideas, which were exactly in line what I've already been talking about and thinking about with, you know, some, some other people, you know, what we're going to turn positive head into. And so it was just so cool to see the synchronicity of, uh, how, you know, people that you're meant to sort of connect with and collaborate with how you get on that same sort of vibe. And, um, it's, it's just really fun to watch as, as characters sort of, uh, appear in your movie, so to speak, that are meant to, uh, mix it up with you and vice versa. And it's just, it's awesome. Life is beautiful. It certainly comes with plenty of challenges, ups, downs, lefts, rights, but just keep on smiling through it. Keep on believing and, uh, good things ultimately must come they will come as long as your energy your vibration is right so moving right along uh dalian what do we have in way of a positive story a scientific story a mysterious story hit me with any kind of story i just love stories well today i have a story of uh near miraculous healing brought about by medicine so that's a little bit different from what i normally report because um, as you probably know, um, if you've tuned into our podcast, we're into all sorts of uh, explorations of things that are a little more outside the mainstream, right? Including alternative medicines. But of course, we will report on anything and I will discuss anything. You will talk about anything that seems noteworthy, right? And in this case, we're talking about a um, stem cell therapy mm-hmm. to help reverse or uh, it was originally designed to halt the progress of MS or multiple sclerosis, right? Mm-hmm. And um, this treatment has proven to be spectacularly successful. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, essentially reversed severe MS for wow. some people out and there. And that's a real issue for yeah. a lot of people. Indeed. And so, yeah, this treatment is uh, virtually miraculous. The uh, results have been spectacular. There's an article on Vox uh, that just came out uh, earlier this week, and uh, or I think it was late last week. And... Uh, the title of it is, This Isn't Hype. Canadian Doctors Just Reversed Severe MS Using Stem Cells. So it is an experimental treatment. It hasn't been approved yet for widespread use. Mm-hmm. But the article highlights the case of uh, Jennifer Molson, who was 21 years old, had a dream of becoming a police officer and everything. Mm-hmm. She had a boyfriend. Eventually, they became married. But Jennifer, uh, at only age 21, Brandon, the article explains, woke up one night or one morning with... Um, 
pins and needles in her arm, her left arm. Uh-huh. Within a week, she couldn't move it at all. Wow. And uh, the disease progressed very aggressively from there. She ended up, uh, you know, there, there's photographs featured in the article and it shows her progression from when MS just begun really ravaging her health. Um, she looked like a cancer patient, shaved head, you know, quite frail and gaunt, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, there's pictures of where she's ended up after the treatment and she married her fiance uh, and is, has gone on to lead a more or less completely normal life. But her strand of MS that she was suffering from is, the article explains this, uh, one of the more aggressive kinds. And mm. it progresses to where it just uh, robs you of virtually all your motor function. Wow. So it's just brutal. And on the other hand, like I said, this uh, experimental stem cell therapy, she was injected with this, uh, uh, she received a bone marrow transfusion that helped reverse the course of the disease. Um, doctors and researchers, of course, developed this approach to just try and help stem the, pro- the progress of uh, these severe form- forms of MS that are just brutal because there's many different kinds, of course, right? Right. But and especially, you know, to attack someone so young, 21 years old, yeah, I couldn't yeah. even fathom that, right? So it says here, now, 15 years later, since the onset of her disease and uh, the completion of this treatment, Molson is still skiing and kayaking on the weekends. She works as a, as a, at a, as a research assistant at an Ottawa hospital. Wow. And uh, one of the doctors says, we don't say this a lot and, you know, it may be a little premature, but she's essentially cured. Wow. Cured of severe MS. So, yeah, this is remarkable because it's, uh, yeah, this is one of the diseases that, of course, has brought a lot of suffering to people out there just because of its nature, its progressive nature, its severity, and the condition to which it reduces sufferers, right? And, uh, yeah, like uh, the... Quote says here, Michael Rudnicki, director of the Regenerative Medicine Program and the Sprout Center for Stem Cell Research at Ottawa Health Research Institute, says, everyone is hesitant to use the C word, but these patients are cured. Wow. Yeah, what's happening in science and healing and medicine is there's just so much on so many levels. It's almost hard to keep up with it all. But yeah, stem cells, sort of the ability to hack you know, things at such a root-based level and change, I mean, everything. Who knows? A hundred, I always say a hundred years from now, we could look and feel better than we do now. So I suppose uh, time will tell, but uh, yeah, cool story. Thanks for sharing. And speaking of stories, uh, I would like to go into another story. It's it's story time. Um, <laughs> there, uh, yeah, I just, this came up on my feed. You know, a lot of these Sites are doing really cool little videos, story-based videos or things like that online these days. And it's it's really cool. It's really something uh, we can find the time. Uh, We'll probably do some of this sort of stuff uh, as well. It's just a matter of time. Um, But this one that popped up, I really liked. I I love these sort of like Taoist stories or Zen stories or things like that because there's such great lessons in them. And of course, that's what this whole podcast is about. How do we look at information, take... uh, truths and realizations and look at them from every different angle possible so that, you know, they can sort of set in further, deeper and integrate into our sort of perspective and consciousness. So, uh, these stories are of course a great way to do that. This is a Zen story, story, uh, or Zen lesson, two monks and a woman. And, uh, I'm just going to read this little, little piece. A senior monk and a junior monk were traveling together. At one point, they came to a river with a strong current. 
As the monks were preparing to cross the river, they saw a very young and beautiful woman also attempting to cross. The young woman asked if they could help her cross to the other side. The two monks glanced at one another because they had taken vows not to touch a woman. Then, without a word, the older monk picked up the woman, carried her across the river, placed her gently on the other side, and carried on his journey. The younger monk couldn't believe what had just happened. After rejoining his companion, he was speechless, and an hour passed without a word between them. Two more hours passed, and then three. Finally, the younger monk couldn't contain himself any longer and blurted out, As monks were not permitted a woman, how could you then carry that woman on your shoulders? The older monk looked at him and replied, Brother, I set her down on the other side of the river. Why are you still carrying her? Such a cool story, right? Everyone gets it, right? <laughs> How often are we just carrying these bad stories, these bad, you know, these judgments about right and wrong in our consciousness? It's like carrying, you know, a giant chain. I think of um, <laughs> what instantly pops to mind. My favorite Christmas movie, Christmas. Uh, a Christmas Carol, where you have Jacob Marley carrying these giant chains around, and that's sort of like what what it is when you're when you're worried about something that should or shouldn't have been, and they did me wrong, and this isn't right, and that was right, and I deserve this, and why that, and that wasn't fair. Man, that's easy, easy to get into, and 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 ninety nine point nine percent of the people who would look at any given situation where you feel slighted. Uh, or or justified in your judgment or rightness, maybe 99% of other humans would say, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. But at the end of the day, nothing is more important and valuable than your peace. Nothing is more important and valuable than learning to let it go. Let things flow. Let things you know, become light, enlightened, right? Become light. Get light about everything that's happening to you. Stop um, carrying these weights, these worries. You know, for me, one of the things that I really work on and have to work on diligently is my own sort of fieriness. I can get, you know, if I feel hurt or slighted, I can definitely get um, as a, an ex used to always say, uh, I'm a Leo and she would always say, Oh, the lion's roaring. And that's essentially what it's like. It's like this energy comes up and I'm just like, so full of like, you know, justification in what I'm saying and passion. And obviously that's something that is a, a really benefit in my life, um, on, on a lot of ways, but this is when it's kind of coming out and maybe not as good of a way. And, um, you know, now take that passion or, you know, um, anger, you could even say, when something wrong has been done to you. And now it's one thing to let it even release and then move through you and let it go. At least that is healthy in to some degree, right? Uh, much healthier than carrying it around with you. So what I ask you all today listening, are is there anything that you're carrying? Are you carrying, you know, a story about how you were wronged? And, and, and is this a story that you're carrying that every time you think of it, it's like a knife stabbing in your gut? Um, well, guess what? Energetically, that's what you're doing to yourself. It's like drinking poison. Oh, here, let's have another shot of poison. What if that person that wronged you, that event that was so unfair that happened to you, what if that was all happening for you, not to you? What if it was happening so you could have this moment of understanding that it was meant to be so that you can take this thing where you're very justified in your perspective and learn to let it go? 
like just to completely drop it. That's the reason it happened, not for the surface level reason that you think it happened, right? And if you can, if you can get there, wow, talk about upgrading and what happens when you upgrade yourself. When you upgrade your perspective, you expand your perspective. When you expand your perspective, you expand your life. You expand what can come through. What what now do I have space to call forth? Well, you've, it's like going from, you know, ninth grade to 10th grade or 10th grade to 11th grade or, you know, senior to college freshman. What happens as you upgrade? There's more freedom that opens up. There's more ability, more reach, more things can come in. And that's essentially what you do when you let these things go. You make room for more. You make room for graduation of sorts. So uh, I'm sure there's some of you listening to this and this is sinking in deeply and uh, congratulations because you're where you're at and it's sinking in because you're ready to move on to a next level of your being. Yeah, I think that uh, we have an opportunity here when we when we decided to come to this place, to this time-space reality, an opportunity to do a lot of what you said, Brandon, and I think that entails letting go of uh, the usual patterns we can, of course, because we have freedom and freedom of choice, we can choose to just act out the same old patterns. And that's fine. There's no judgment. So you can just go after the things you want in your life, pursue them with any kind of you know vigor and passion and grim determination that right. you want. And the people as well, you know, pursue the relationships, try and have the people that you want in your life. But um, I think that with a little bit of awareness, you will see that uh, whenever you have or other people you know, other people you've seen in the past, gun after things with that sort of grim determination and that sort of ego, you know, hell bent on getting, you know, what it wants. And the opportunity I was referring to and what you alluded to is the opportunity to do something a little different. Right. So it's not like you have to do one thing or the other. There's no judgment. It's your choice. But get that you have an opportunity to start changing the story. So instead of playing it all always the same way, when when you go after things and you either get completely bent out of shape because you didn't get them or, you know, you become despondent and makes you more resolute. It makes you more aggressive, et cetera. It's all an opportunity to know who you are, find out who you are, see what you're made of and experiences like not getting what you want, being thwarted in your path. Uh, They're very, you know, revealing of character. Like, you know, the thing I've said before, the way you treat those who have nothing to offer you is very indicative of your character, right? And the way in which you deal with failure, the way in which you deal with being thwarted, you know, not getting the things you want mm-hmm. and the way in which you sort of recover from that, how you, how you deal with that. It's just, again, an opportunity to be a little bit more aware, which is what yeah. I think this experience in general is all about. We have the choice to make any kind of decision we want, go after anything we want, and there's no judgment in how you do it. But get that you have an opportunity to start changing things. If you want things to be different, then we all have an opportunity to change it a little bit by, like you said, not being always so attached, not being so reflexively, you know, hell bent on getting what we all want. And if we don't get it, you know, how do, what does that say about us, right? How do we react? And I think, yeah, absolutely. And I think, um, you know, a lot of times we'll lash out. Like I said, for me, it's like, I can just get like, go from zero to 10 pretty quickly. <laughs> and, uh, it, it, the, the most important thing though, is instead of beating myself up and like the end goal, the ultimate goal, the ultimate aim is to 
not even go there in a negative way, right? Uh, but if you do, it's very important not to start beating yourself up and, and, and understand, hey, this is part of my process. Now I want to let it go very quickly, like you know the, the monk talked about, why are you still carrying it? So one thing I've gotten really good at is letting it go very quickly. Uh, I'm still working maybe on the piece of not getting uh, worked up to begin with, right? But even that improvement, it's all about improvement. It's all about getting them a little bit better today than I was yesterday. And I uh, love my humanness and the fact that I still have work to do. So I think that's a big, big pitfall for a lot of people when you start on this path of self-growth and it becomes like a big part of your focus. And of course, anyone listening to the show, you're on that path. Be very careful not to beat yourself up when you don't get this stuff exactly right, because that's, that's how it goes. It's not, this is not an overnight uh, kind of thing here that we're talking about. You're on a journey through eternity doing work. <laughs> it's you're ne- you know, as Abraham talks about often, you're never going to get it done. So relax. Anytime you reach a new plateau, there's going to be a new one even further to expand into and become more of, of yourself and more of your, your divine self. And this is, thank goodness for that, because this is, you know, uh, source or God or a higher self never runs out of ways to continue to expand and to grow. And, you know, Dale, and I can even think of you and your story having been witness to it and a part of it, you know, for many, many years. Um, you know, I can think back to you in the past, how often you could get bent or, you know, uh, agitated or judgmental about who or how someone behaved, you know, in your story, right? And uh, and it would eat you up with, with anger or hostility or, you know, agitation. And now you've come so far from those days, you know, and this is going back a long time and not, but yet, I mean, you still have those moments, you know, but compared to what they were, it's like a drop in the bucket, right? And it's, it's and how much more peace has that brought into your world and how much more has it allowed for new uh, experience? Indeed. Yeah, I mean, I have, yeah, I have some things that trigger me for sure. And I think we all have them. But yeah, certain aspects of social interactions, certain kinds of social interactions would uh, cause me to become extremely anxious mm-hmm. and extremely negative. Right. For sure. And right. uh, once I was able to disrupt that pattern, yeah, everything mm-hmm. started to change. That's a great way to put it. Like, how do I observe and disrupt, you know? And if I don't, certainly don't beat myself up because I didn't disrupt, but sort of come back down from, you know, uh, I think of Eckhart Tolle in The Power of Now talks about uh, the pain body. That's essentially what it is. It's like this part of yourself that needs healing. That's, uh, you know, the ego self that is, uh, you know, needs healing, right? And it kind of comes over you like a light switch being flipped. And all of a sudden it's like, hold on, where did, (laughs) where did that, I can think of this woman that you worked for me many years ago, uh, the sweetest lady you ever met you know, much older woman, uh, he just kind of looking for something to do sort of in retirement. And, uh, she was just the softest, sweetest lady. And I remember seeing her all of a sudden one day, it was like the devil had appeared, you know? And it was like, holy moly, it was like such, so much contrast, you know? So it really gave me, you know, some perspective on the pain body that I hadn't seen you know so much contrast i mean imagine the most angelic softest voice ever to all of a sudden this woman looking at you like you know she could kill you with a stare you know and um so it's just what happened her pain body had completely taken her over and this was a part of herself that was now driving and when you can understand that 
it's not, that's your ego self. That's just a part of yourself. What we fall into is we believe that's us fully. No, that's just an energy that, that's blocked. Your higher self, your ultimate self is completely at peace. It's a silent observer behind it all that needs nothing. It's been there watching since you were five. It will be there when you're 95. It's, uh, that's your higher self. That's your God self, the unmoved mover, the one of the observer. And when you can understand this pain body that comes in and out, it's just a part of you that needs healing. And once you start bringing awareness to that, there's a difference between your higher self, you know, your God self, let's say, and this pain body you create contrast between these two parts and now all of a sudden sort of the cat's out of the bag. You're no longer falling for the belief that this is fully me, you know, behaving and, and you know, acting out this way. Yeah, she forgot what I often forgot as well and what all of us forget from time to time. How do you want to feel? Yeah. That is the thing that, one of the things that Eckhart Tolle really helped me understand because in, in, the, in light of any experience in life, whether you get what you want or especially if you don't, how do you want to feel? Okay, yeah. so there was this thing that you really desired very greatly and you put a lot of effort and energy into it and you didn't quite make it. Yeah. Ha- okay, now, of course, you could follow the usual sort of set of reactions, but g- go back, wait, stop a second, take stock, ask yourself, how do you want to feel? Yeah. How do you want to feel in light of your victory and your defeat? Yeah, exactly. It's all just a story that you get to you get to write the script for so we the, the power is in your we are empowered you know it's in our hands well dalian getting down to it for today out of imaginary time luckily there's much more where that came from so we will be back uh we do have some music queued up what do you what do you got nifty earth another ah. artist that we've uh, taken to liking here recently and we brought you a track by them at least one maybe mm-hmm, a, a couple mm-hmm. so far but here's another tasty cut from nifty earth Earth, Earth, Earth. <laughs> this one's called uh, Intertwine featuring Aquila Ichampati. Ah. I apologize if I mispronounced that. It was a good, good effort for sure. <laughs> Hope you all enjoy. Love, love, love. Mm-hmm. 